0: hey everyone welcome back to another episode of chickadee chat i am curtis and today we are going to be going over critter solutions so by critters i mean the unwanted wildlife that are coming to your feeders that maybe you don't want to feed or enjoy feeding so these critters um include squirrels and chipmunks raccoons rats bears deer and uh, also some birds like starlings blackbirds pigeons sparrows house sparrows that is some people don't want them coming around um i've mentioned before that i don't i don't uh discriminate against any birds all all birds are welcome are welcome i don't prefer hawks but uh i understand that nature is um you know what it is and I fortunately don't have a hawk that comes around all the time a little bit more in the winter but the hawks are pretty rare they they have plenty of rodents so they stay away from my feeders if if I did come up with a hawk problem I would definitely would make some adjustments to get rid of them and I'll go over those later uh some other some other unwanted visitors are also cats and um the thing is with all these, these critters, there are solutions. Uh, some, some don't work with a hundred percent effectiveness, but, uh, there there are solutions to all these problems and, um, yeah, we will, we'll just go over them and some, you know, take some adjustments. Some work only partially. Sometimes the solution is to take your feeders down for a little bit and sort of do a reset, but depends on, on your, your critters, how, persistent they are and how bad the situation's got. So preventing um, these these problems in the beginning, or is really one of the more crucial keys. So when you are setting up your bird feeding station, it's, uh, it's important to keep these things in mind. Sometimes you just sort of want to hang a feeder and let it go. And, and then if you're like me, you sort of run into these problems after the fact. So A large chunk of this will be, uh, about squirrels because they are the number one, uh, pest really. I'm lucky I don't have squirrels here. There are squirrels in town, but I'm in a pretty arid area and not a lot of forest around me in this sort of desert area. So I just have no squirrels whatsoever. So I'm pretty lucky in that sense. I don't really have to deal with the squirrel thing, but I come from a place where, uh, squirrels were, were wild and, uh my dad was always fighting them growing up. So yeah, let's, uh, let's get into the first part with squirrels. Now squirrels are a bit interesting because some people find them absolutely horrible pests and some people actually quite enjoy having them in the garden. Um, I had a cousin reach out, reach out to me recently, she had rats. And a lot of my solutions to get rid of her rats were also gonna get rid of her squirrel. And she didn't wanna get rid of her squirrel because she really enjoyed it uh cleaning up the spilt bird seed and whatnot. So that was a little bit of a tricky one because, you know, she wanted she wanted to get rid of one pest but keep the other. So um that's uh that's a unique situation. But some people really, really do enjoy um feeding squirrels. And if that's the case then then you probably aren't too worried about getting rid of them. But the problem is is they're so smart, agile and persistent that If they are getting food and suddenly the food stops and there's food in the feeder that they can't get, they have a tendency to destroy those feeders and that's when they become a major nuisance. So if you live in the US or Canada, east of the Rockies, chances are you have gray and fox squirrels and uh, they can be a major problem at feeders. Some other squirrels if you live in North America you could be dealing with are red squirrels, flying squirrels, ground squirrels, and obviously chipmunks. So the main thing when it comes to getting rid of squirrels is getting the right type of bird feeders. Now there's three types of feeders. There's squirrel bait feeders, there's squirrel tolerant feeders, and there's squirrel proof feeders. Squirrel bait feeders are the thin cheap plastic thin wood feeders that you usually buy from a hardware store for you know 10 bucks that you hook up now the reason they're called squirrel bait feeders is because these feeders typically are immediately eaten and destroyed by uh, squirrels as soon as they crawl on them they rip the roof off they tear the floor out the bottom they chew through it and next thing you know your food's all over the ground and they're they're absolutely loving it. The other next type of feeder is squirrel tolerant. Now these feeders do allow the squirrels to eat out of them. However, they are tolerant to the squirrels, so the squirrels cannot destroy the feeder, but they can still eat from it. And the third type of feeder is squirrel proof. A squirrel proof feeder is a feeder that does not allow the squirrel to eat from it or destroy it. And there are squirrel-proof feeders that are 100% squirrel-proof. squirrel-proof. They will not allow the squirrel to get any food from it and they will not allow it to destroy it either. So, describe the, the, the bait feeder. The bait feeder is pretty self-explanatory. You know, it's just those cheap plastic dollar store feeders that just, you know, get destroyed by a large bird, never mind a squirrel. Uh, then squirrel-tolerant basically they're they're a high quality feeder that has um common areas for squirrels to destroy so they can still be made out of like a plastic tube but the seed ports the lid the bottom the perches the the metal the strap hanger for it they'll all be made of metal so that the squirrel can't chew through it to uh, get to the food and squirrel proof um have some different uh some different options. Uh, We'll get more into detail with all the options for squirrel proof feeders, but they're the type of feeders that have uh, like springs that um, keep the perches up, but as soon as a weighted squirrel gets on it, it drops the perches and blocks the feeder ports. Um, Some squirrel proof feeders do require being placed in correct locations. So uh, for instance, if you've got a squirrel proof a feeding pole with a baffle on it you can't place it too close to a windowsill or a tree trunk or the squirrel will just be able to hang from the windowsill or tree trunk so all these things you have to keep in mind your um, your yard your location where you're hanging what type of feeders you want uh, what sort of trees windowsills if you're feeding off a deck railing so we'll go through sort of all these solutions in detail and um, hopefully solve all your critter problems so there's nine types of feeders you can buy to uh, get rid of squirrels and I'll go over them I'll list them first and then sort of go over them one by one so the first type is a is a basically a weight feeder so it's a feeder like I mentioned previously um, it has either perches or that that f- f- uh, f- close off holes when a weighted animal like a squirrel or a large bird lands on it the the perch will drop and block the food ports. The second type is a weighted uh, feeder that the perches actually bend on. So whether the perches are, um, like poles that stick out of the feeder or a big circle at the bottom, as soon as a feeder lands on those, they will fold under and the squirrel just fall off the feeder. The third type are baffles that we put over or below the perches, so it will be a a wide feeder with no nothing to grab onto, and there will just be some perches at the bottom or perches at the top. If they're at the bottom, they'll have a a wide baffle sort of uh, weatherproof that goes over the perches and doesn't allow the squirrels to get onto the perches. And same thing if the perches are closer to the top of the feeder, it will have a large baffle below it. Um, So, basically just using baffles attached to the feeders. Feeders with baffles built into them. There's different types. The fourth type are spinning perches. So, there's actually some feeders you can buy. The perches at the bottom, when they detect the weight of a squirrel, a battery-powered mechanism makes the perch spin, and the squirrels will fly off. Fifth type are zap feeders. So, there are certain types of feeders you can buy that have uh, electrical circuits that run through them. And when squirrels, um, grab onto these feeders, they complete the circuit and they get, they get zapped. It's like a, it's like getting shocked by static, nothing that's going to hurt them or kill them, but it will certainly not be something that they want to uh, be hanging around on. The next type are cage covered feeders. So you can, you can buy feeders that have basically jails so that only small birds can get in them. And, uh, no squirrels can get in them. You can buy rolling feeders. So there's sort of these types of feeders that small birds can land on. They're kind of awkward, but if anything large goes on them, they sort of start spinning like a log in the water, which makes it really impossible for squirrels to eat on them. There's dome feeders. So there's feeders that have domes over top of them, um, sort of prevent the squirrel from being able to get onto the feeder. And there's timed feeders. So there's feeders that release a small amount of food on a, a time scale. So it keeps, it doesn't allow squirrels to get into them unless they just happen to show up when, when the timing um, goes off. But typically they're, they're pretty nice. And they're also nice when you go away on vacation, you can keep them full and timed and keep your birds fed when you're gone. So the first type are the weighted ones. They come in two forms. They come in tube or hopper feeders and they come with uh, spring-loaded perches. So sort of like I, I mentioned before, they just have ports on them and they're attached to the perches. And when a heavy animal goes on them, they um, they close and block the feeder ports. Now they come usually in adjustable um, form. So you can also use them to keep bigger birds off your feeders. So, for, am- for example, you can set it to two ounces maximum on the feeder port, and uh, doves are nine ounces, so if a dove lands on it, they'll close. Grackles are four ounces, so if a grackle lands on it, they'll close. Cardinals are two ounces, so if you have a cardinal, they can land on it. Or you can set it for four ounces, so that you can have two cardinals land on it without closing chickadees are 0.4 ounces so if you just want small birds on it you can set it to a couple ounces you can have a cardinal land on it a bunch of little birds so it's different things like that but squirrels are quite a bit heavier and they will uh, close the feeders and close the feeder ports and if squirrels can't get food they'll move on to where they can the second type are the bending perch types so they're very um they're very similar. The key with those is so that there's no other areas on the feeders that the squirrels can grab onto. So the only things on these feeders, they should be a tube type feeder with a bunch of perches usually at the bottom of the feeder that will bend when squirrels go on them. So if there's any other areas for them to grab on, those will not be effective. Also, you have to be careful where you place these types of feeders because if you place them anywhere where a squirrel can reach from, so a tree branch, a tree trunk, a window sill, the ground, they will not be effective. So proper placement of these feeders using pole systems or tree branches or whatever the case be has to be also kept in mind. The third type are the uh, baffle types. So you, you need the the baffles to be um, built into these feeders for this type so they're um, baffles that are either right above the perches or below the perches and these sort of just prevent the the uh, squirrels from being able to get to the perches. Usually these are wide feeders so they're too wide for the squirrels to grab onto and too awkward to get to the perches because of the placement of the baffles. The fourth type are powered spinning perches. so like I mentioned, the the if, the if the squirrels land on the perches, the the device will actually um detect the weight of the squirrel and start spinning and force the squirrel to fly off. Obviously these things are battery powered, so you either have to replace batteries or charge these, which can be a bit of a nuisance, but if you know the squirrels are an issue, it might be worth it for you. The fifth type or the zapper type, you can't use these with a pole or near a tree trunk because the squirrels can just um, reach over and eat out of them um, which is kind of a bummer you can buy types with remotes so you can actually you know choose to when to zap them but you got to be watching the feeder Uh, due to the makeup of birds feet they actually cannot be shocked by these they're totally safe birds and they're also safe for squirrels but squirrels will not like to be zapped by these things the next type are the sort of the jail cage types. So these are cages you can either put around your feeders or feeders that come with cages around them. You'll be limited to the size of birds that can go on. They're not good if you want to feed uh, doves and jays. You might uh, you might be stuck or have to go with another route if you if you enjoy feeding your your jays and your doves. And um, but it is good if you just want your small songbirds and you don't want your starlings and other things to get in there as well seventh type are the roller so they're like a a feeder that is like a square on a roller like a, and and when squirrels get on them it starts spinning like you're running on a log in the water Um it's they're a little bit awkward birds have trouble finding the food in them um, just naturally because of how awkward they are um, but you know they do work birds will find them but uh, squirrels will definitely not be able to eat off of them the next is the slipping dome so these are feeders that have domes from above Um, they only work for keeping squirrels from coming from above so you have to have them hanging usually from a tree or off a pole system that has a baffle attached to it and the last type are the timed tolerant feeders they release a little bit of feed at a time on a schedule and um, they are squirrel tolerant so the feeder cannot eat through them. And the only food that will be there is after the time release lets a little bit out of them. So that's basically goes over the different types of feeders. Um, You know, I've mentioned before, Wild Birds Unlimited, you can find all of these types of feeders at them. At their stores, uh Wild Bills sells you know certain types of feeders like this. The important thing is is just to, to find companies that that meet some of these criteria. And depending on you know the aesthetics, the squirrel problems you have, different feeders are gonna be different um for you know different people. So it's not a one one shoe size fits all type thing. Man, I can't talk, it's horrible. Um, Good thing I'm talking for a bunch of people when I can barely talk. So anyways, um, picking the right feeder for you can also take some experimentation. Depends if you have them hooked up on poles, on trees. Um, So yeah, just do your research and, and those are the main types you want to focus on. If you are looking to keep squirrels, off your feeders that are getting to your feeders from the bottom there are a couple options these will be feeders that uh, are hanging from a tree or maybe attached to a pole system maybe on your deck railing there's some different things you can use to uh, prevent squirrels from being able to get on them the most popular are the stovepipe baffles these are big metal uh, baffles that go below and prevent the squirrels from being able to get over they'll climb up the the pole and end up inside the baffle where they can't get out and they're too wide and awkward for them to crawl up the outside of them uh there's comb baffles the same idea they go up the pole they're wide and awkward and too too hard for the squirrels to get around um you can try the slinky where you basically attach your feeder to a slinky and um As soon as the squirrel tries to grab on to the feeder, it just pulls the thing sort of on a slinky and then they just end up hanging from it like a amusement ride. And birds obviously won't cause the slinky to go down unless you get a bunch of doves on it or something. Uh, There's some sort of zap methods that you can attach to poles. Usually these are only offered to attach to one inch poles and same thing, they just sort of give the, give the uh, squirrel a little bit of a shock. If you're, not against, if you're not for that, then avoid that. I I mean, I personally, like I said, I don't have squirrel issues. What I'd, I'd never get is diabolical setting up shocking systems. I don't like them for dogs. I don't like shocking anything. Not that it's bad or there's anything wrong with it or that I'm even against it. It's just, I don't know. I, I just personally don't care that much to, to shock them. I don't want to be shocked. I don't want to shock them. The only thing I might consider shocking is cats in my yard just because they they really, they really make me upset. I'll just leave it at that. One thing you do not wanna do is a common method people like to do is uh, to grease their poles with petroleum jelly. Don't do this. This is bad for two reasons. The squirrels need good clean coats to survive the winter. If yes, they'll slide down the pole and it will work one you'll have to keep reapplying because it doesn't last long it dries up and then it doesn't work two you're going to get petroleum oil-based jelly all over these poor squirrels they're not going to be able to clean it off they'll probably die through the winter and i guess if that's your goal then sure why not and three birds will most likely rub against this pole at the bottom when they're ground feeding And they're gonna get it on their feathers and guess what they cannot preen this stuff off their feathers and they will not be happy and potentially die from it so don't use petroleum grease on your poles buy a baffle hook it up somewhere squirrel can't get to it use a responsible method i'd far rather you be zapping squirrels and grease and birds if you're getting squirrels from above the main thing you're going to want to do is getting a A dome that goes over the top of your feeder so widest or best for squirrels it has to be 15 inches wide or more or the squirrels will still get to the feeders 12 inch domes are typically for weather so you'll put those over your feeders to keep water and weather off your feeders but 15 or more inches for squirrels uh, you got to keep them free of window sills, tree trunks so that squirrels can't just reach around and get to the feeder another way and um, when you are using these baffles for the domes for above, one way you can check to see if it works is so what happens is sometimes you put a, a cone a, or a dome above your feeder, the squirrel gets on top of the dome and then it tips the dome and then it can reach your feeder after tipping it. So this works better for feeders that go up and inside the dome that and the dome stays stiff against the top of the feeder if you have a dome and then a feeder hanging six inches below you can test this by basically tipping the dome yourself and seeing if the squirrel would be able to slide off and reach the feeder so keep that in mind when you're using the domes Another option from above is sort of just the the jail style. So you can retrofit old feeders that don't have jails to put cages around them. Like I said, these work, but they will keep bigger birds out as well. Um, there's twist device baffles. So they're basically baffles that hang on the top of your feeder. And when they detect weight on the feeder, your feeder will just start spinning. So this will keep squirrels off, but not birds. And... Um, they're expensive, they take batteries. So, you know, if that's the option you want to go with and then, then go for it, but those are two of the downsides. Um, another option you can use is um, just get a squirrel feeder, squirrels um aren't gonna bother with your bird feeders if you have you know a little bit of corn set aside so if you if you like feeding the squirrels you can buy squirrel feeders where you can plop a uh, a chunk of corn in there and they'll there's all sorts of funky squirrel feeders where they they hang from slinkies and uh you know they've got to sort of get through puzzles to get peanuts out so there's plenty of squirrel feeders that are made that uh, can distract your squirrels from the bird feeders. You can keep them away from the bird feeders and and then everyone's happy and your bird feeders aren't getting destroyed and ravished. Another thing you can do, squirrels love sunflower seeds, nuts, and corn, but they hate safflower and they're not particularly fond of Niger seed, millet, plain suet, or mealworms. So if you want to just keep them away by not offering foods they like offer safflower niger by itself millet plain suet and mealworms and the squirrels will just move on to something they they enjoy another one are raccoons raccoons are pretty simple um you want to use baffles so baffles to keep them from getting down on the lower part of your uh feeders um you want bigger, longer stovepipe baffles. So you don't want the little ones for squirrels. You want big ones that'll keep raccoons out. Um, raccoons don't jump from tree to tree like squirrels. So if you have your your feeder hanging by a, from a tree, you can wrap an aluminum 24-inch bezel around the base of the tree, which will basically not allow the raccoon to climb the tree. It will just get stuck on the uh, slippery metal. And it has to be 24 inches wide so that they can't just reach over it. Um, when you do have a feeder attached to a branch make sure you have a tree hook and you're that a solid hook hanging your feeder because if you use a chain or a wire or a rope the uh, raccoons will go up onto the branch and they are strong enough to pull your feeders up and then eat out of them If you're feeding from a deck, there's a couple options. You can use a tall pole with a big baffle on it. Keep in mind, when you are trying to keep feeders away from raccoons, they have to be three and a half feet outside of the deck, because squirrels can have, or raccoons have a pretty good reach, and three feet from the deck rail. So three feet out, three feet up. And that way these raccoons cannot reach the feeders. If you want a lot of feeders on your deck, you can do a du- double baffled cross pole. So these are two poles that are attached to each other with a cross pole at the top. You can hang a number of feeders, and each feet pole on the side has a baffle on it. You just have to be sure that you keep all your feeders three feet from the deck railing in the center so that the raccoons cannot reach them. And this can take some experimentation. So maybe some of your raccoons can reach higher than the others. And if you set up a game cam on your feeders and uh, you can sort of, you can watch your, um, you can watch the squirrels or rats or whatever. And you can watch these pests and see, okay, how are they getting the feeders? What's, what can I do to outsmart them? And sometimes it takes a little bit of experimentation. Rats are just like squirrels. Keep them off your feeders by using baffles, domes, all the other things you use to keep squirrels off your feeders. And rats are not attracted to bird feeders by bird feed. They are attracted to smell. And these smells are usually from barbecues that aren't cleaned, uh, dog waste, compost, leftover food scraps, uh, unsealed bad smelling garbage, um, people who don't harvest their vegetables and fruits. So a lot of the times when rats are attracted, it might not have anything to do with you. It could be your neighbor, it could be the guy down the road, and then they just happen to come across your bird feeders and they think, wow, this is, this is handy. So don't, don't let your food spill by a no mess blend. only feed them the amount that your birds can eat in a day um take your feeders in at night uh anything that does spill clean it up daily with a rake or a vac- vacuum and uh, make sure all your foods are stored in a rodent proof container um, the, the rats are fairly easy you're not going to have too many problems with them as long as you just simply keep the food off the ground and the feeders uh, away from them if you do get rats and they keep coming back and you can't get rid of them and you're having problems with the food spilling, take your feeders down for a week and the rats, and make sure you clean up all of that spilled food and the rats will eventually go away as long as they're not nesting there and have some other food source. Um, next one's bears. So bears are tricky, they're big. Um, there's not really anything you can do to uh <laughs> bear proof your feeders they will just rip your feeders down doesn't matter you could have you could have a thousand dollar bird feeder set up with great um like a big nice pole set up they will just rip those things down bend them break them rip them apart get the bird seed out of them so uh and you know they say about a a, you know fed bear is a dead bear so you want to be really really careful. So the tricks for bears, if you, if, it's act, if you have active bears in the neighborhood, it can be a, a good idea to just remove all your feeders if you cannot prevent them from getting to them. Second thing you can do is bring your feeders in at night because so they're more likely to come around at night. If you have bird feeders in the day, or if you have bears in the day, then you might wanna just take your bird feeders down entirely. Um, You can do what beekeepers do because bears love honey, so they have to keep them away from their bees. Um, build electric fences there's all sorts of companies that sell electric fences you can build your bird feed station with these electric fences surrounding them to keep the bears away or you can hang them where the bears cannot reach them bears can't reach some bears can climb up trees so that can be a problem but if you can if you can hang your bird feeder somewhere the bear can't climb and it has to be at least the bottom of the feeder has to be at least 10 feet above the ground so if you can do that then you'll be okay with the the bears. Deer, they're fairly easy. Um, deers, deer can't reach over six feet, so if you can keep the bottom of your feeders six feet, you're okay. They can't climb trees, so you're okay there. Um, they're not, mostly nocturnal. My deer will come to the feeders in the winter during the day, so this isn't always uh, the end of the world. Now. Some people do like feeding the deer, same with the squirrels and that's okay, but you have to feed deer. If you're feeding deer in the winter, you have to feed it what they naturally eat because they. Uh, it's really important that they uh, maintain the correct uh, microflora in their gut in the winter to prevent them from actually starving. So if you wanna feed deer in the winter, winter, chop down some maple branches, some aspen branches, some trees that they like, some vegetation, chop it down and give them out to them. But the problem is once they get to the bird seed, like I like to, I like to feed my ground feeding birds um, on trays in the winter and then the deer will come and they'll just, they'll finish up the seed in about, you know, four seconds and it's kind of annoying, but mostly they do come at night. Nine times out of 10, if the bird, if the deer are eating my bird seed, it's because I left the tray out at night, so... Bring them in at night Um, same thing you can just you can just build fences the same way you'd keep a deer out of your garden build fences that they can't jump over Um, there's some repellents you can buy sprays uh different sorts of uh, deer repellents that you can spray around your yard and they they can work and uh, motion activated sprayers so gonna have to be above freezing for the motion activated sprayers but Basically they just detect the beer and they'll spray them with water and they will scare the crap out of them. Those actually work well for uh, rabbits, geese, and uh, keeping herons out of your, your koi ponds as well. So that's pretty much it for the pests. We go on here to the pest birds and um, sort of this, I'll just go over these uh, sort of in simple detail because we go, went over most of these. So if you've got pest birds, Number one thing you can do is uh, get weighted feeders. So the pest birds are usually bigger birds. You set it up so that a bunch of starlings can't land on your feeders without the feeder ports closing and that will solve that. Um, Same thing with size, you can buy buy feeders with small ports, um, small holes to get into them with the cages, stuff like that. You can buy feeders, upside down suet feeders will keep starlings off your suet. You can buy feeders with small ports, like I mentioned, and uh, different types of feeders that can keep different types of birds away from them. Um, food. Only offer food that uh, the birds you desire like. So if you offer safflower, uh, starlings don't like safflower, gra- grackles don't like safflower, blackbirds don't like safflower. You can offer niger only, only for your finches. You can offer only pure suet. Starlings do not like um just pure rendered beef suet they like to stop in the suet um move your feeders around if you constantly move your feeders you might find a place that the starlings or the undesired birds don't like landing on them so you can experiment with your ple- feeder placement um and uh yeah so there's uh just, you know oh and also the last one is you give those undesirable birds their own feeder Put it away from from the birds that bird feeders that you don't want them on feed them their cracked corn or the the stuff that they seem to go crazy for and the nice thing about that is you get all the birds so you you're not worried about your birds chasing your finches off the finch feeder or your sparrows off the sparrow feeder you can everyone can have their food and you can have more birds which is more joy and the last thing are the um Bully birds, uh, bully birds, if you want to get rid of bully birds um, just more feeders and more places and and there will be more food, more feeders for all the birds to go around and this will prevent your bully birds you know you might still get your bully birds, but they'll have their own feeder and no need to be a bully they're not bullies because they're they were beat up as kids and thrown in lockers they're bullies because they just naturally uh are more territorial and protective against food. They're just all trying to stay alive. They're all they're all doing the same thing. I get so many people I can't even post a picture of a starling on my social media without people being like, nah, eh, they're horrible. They're they're nest robbers. They they displace birds and eat their babies. It's like, yeah, well So do Jays, so do crows, so do hawks. You know, one of the cutest birds in Canada are Canada Jays and they're notorious for robbing birds' nests. So it's like, you know they're birds, they do what birds do. Hawks kill things like just just enjoy nature and, and all the complexity and beauty in in the nature. Like every, every animal has its place. Now with hawks, if you're getting hawks at your feeders, number one thing to do is just stop feeding for a few days. Once the birds go away, the hawks will go away too and then you can put the bird feeders back up and they will find you like they did before. If you do have hawks coming, either keep your feeders within three feet of your window or 10 feet away from it. Hawks do know that if they make, if they fly by a bird feeder and the bird feeder's kind of close to a windows, they will um, scare the birds, hit them into the windows and then the birds will be stunned and make them easy pickings. Nice thing about hawks is when they do come through a yard, they have very low rates of actually getting birds. So you can, you know, allow clear views for the birds to see for hawks coming and provide some cover. You can make twig piles or different sorts of bur- bushes and stuff and just give them a good place where they, they aren't at super risk of being swooped up by a hawk. And if you do have a hawk problem, just stop feeding for a little while. Now cats, they're obviously a problem. They killed 2.4 billion birds estimated a year just in the United States alone. I I have two cats at home. I hate cats that are outside. I love my cats that are inside. So number one thing, keep your cats inside. If you have cats, I know if you, if you can't keep your cats inside, do you, do you, do you need a cat? Like what do you, I, I get it if you live on a farm and maybe you've got a mouse problem and you want to just keep your, your, you know, mice, mice problem down. But like, why, why what's the point of buying a cat and just letting it outside anyways hopefully i'm not offending you but but like really just it's a pet keep it inside i don't you know you don't let your you don't buy a dog and let it roam the streets if you're at least well i guess i probably shouldn't say that at least in in our community we don't um and then uh keep your feeders 10 feet f- away from low bushes you can put low fences around your feeders giving the birds a little bit of an extra split second to get away you can get sprays spikes you can put up motion detected sprayers and uh, you can buy ultrasonic things now one ultrasonic is called the cat stop it I've never used it but I've heard great results from the cat stop ultrasonic not sure exactly what it does but apparently does is effective if you have a problem cat I chase the cats out of my yard they don't come in very often and I can see when they do come they're on the lookout for me so that's that's it for the critter solutions I mean there's all sorts of solutions and it all depends on your specific needs and desires and um, you know maybe you like feeding the rats maybe you like feeding the deer maybe you like feeding the squirrels it's up to you doesn't matter it's totally this is about bringing joy for you and um, that that depends on the things you're into so that's going to do it for today's episode of chickadee chat if you are still listening thank you so much i really do appreciate your support please subscribe to the podcast please rate the podcast and most importantly tell a friend share it on your social media um you know like i said last episode scream it from a rooftop spray paint it to the side of a building everyone's spray painting buildings right now um instead of spray painting f the police spray paint listen to chickadee chat you know i don't know probably shouldn't probably shouldn't recommend people spray painting walls but you know let's try to make you laugh here um so yeah social media birding backyard b-i-r-d-i-n-g b-a-c-k-y-a-r-d all one word birding backyard um tag me in your photos I'll feature them um yeah that's pretty much it hope you all enjoyed hope you all subscribed and I hope you all told your friends thanks for listening I hope this helped you and uh I hope everyone stays safe out there in this crazy world and uh once again thanks for listening I am Curtis this is Chickadee Chat goodbye